back at the 2018 NFL Scouting Combine in Indianapolis with Mike Vrabel, new head coach of the Tennessee Titans. That still sounds kind of uh, I like strange. The, I like the sound of it, though. <laughs> I bet you do. Uh, Mike, people have been talking about you and your coaching potential for a long time, even as a player. I guess when was the first time you really thought it was realistic um, to get to a head coaching position in the National Football League? I don't think I ever looked at it like that. I just know that I wanted to to coach. I think that I knew, you know, early on in my playing career, like, man, this is something that I would love to do. Like, I love the game. I love being around players. There's been a lot of coaches that have helped me grow as a player and as a person, and I would love to be able to do that. And then kind of set off starting at Ohio State and then moving on through the, you know, the Houston Texans. I always try to do, whether I was a player or now in this profession as a coach, just try to do the best job um, in the job that you're in. And then when opportunities come up, you know, then you can make a decision. Tough question, but is it happened, has it happened faster than you anticipated, or did you have no real idea? I didn't have any real idea. I didn't have an agenda and say that in 10 years I'm going to be a head coach, in five years I'm going to be this. Uh, try to do the best job in the job that I was in at that moment. Uh, I didn't have an agenda. I didn't try to go and, and seek out other jobs. And then when those opportunities presented themselves, Try to be ready for him. Taking over a playoff team for a first-time head coach doesn't happen often. I don't think so. Especially right? a playoff team, a, a playoff team that won a game, sure. got to the final eight. Um, I guess how close is this Titans team from your estimation, as far as you've been able to know it so far early on? We're as close as everybody else is, and that's starting in April and, and, and going back and and building that foundation every year. And we certainly would like to to have the consistent success and the sustained success. success excuse me. Um, as a team like the New England Patriots, that's something that that everybody should should want. A lot has been written and said about <clears throat> NFL coaching trends going towards the younger coach. They're looking for leadership skills. They're looking for people who can relate to today's player, maybe somebody who's been on the field recently. I don't know if that helped you or hurt you, but what does that mean to you that that seems to be a trend that perhaps benefited you? Again, I didn't really look at it like that. I, I got a call to, to, to come and interview. I got a call to interview for the Lions and the, and the uh, Indianapolis Colts and the Titans. And I think that uh, the one thing I learned through that process is that I think you can still do a good job and not get the job. You know, you can do well in an interview and still not get it. And whether that be here at the Combine uh, as a player, um, you can still do okay at the Combine and not end up a first-round pick. Um, I think that people have to understand that. And so maybe we can relate that to our team and, and say, hey, as long as we're improving and getting better, you know, I think that's important. You just talked on the podium about all your coaching influences, but whatever the Patriot way means to you, how much do you believe that influenced kind of your your coaching philosophy? Well, I think I was pretty team-oriented. I think I was a hard worker. I think I tried to prepare. I thought I was pretty durable. I tried to, tried to be a durable player, tried to be a great teammate. Uh, well before I got to New England. And I think that uh, that just uh, solidified kind of what I thought of myself as a person and as a player, um, trying to put it together in a team setting, you know, trying to get a bunch of guys that, that share that belief and, and share that, um, those personalities. The AFC South is really an interesting division now. I mean, it was this poor sister for a while, and now it feels like its time is kind of shifted and between you and Frank Reich and Marone and O'Brien it could be a lot of fun and and guys that could be competing against each other for a while you look at the success that the the Jaguars had and you know Houston 
you know, winning the division you know, two years ago. Right. Um, two years in a row. Yeah, two years in a row. And so I was lucky to be a part of that, that those teams. And, you know, every year is a challenge. Every year there's change, and every year teams are going to change. And we understand that, uh, you know, we're going to have to improve to – to do everything we can to win the division for the first time since 2008. Was it a bonus to stay in this division and obviously stay in the conference that you know best? Well, I think I know a lot of the players and a lot of teams, and we'll see if those change. And um, Certainly most of those players will remain the same, but uh, pretty good evaluation on most of those teams. Last question. Linebacker is a leadership-type position. And I was racking my brain, and I was coming up with linebackers who went on to become head coaches. Mike Singletary, Jack Pardee. I didn't get too many. Are, are, is there any? I think Jack Del Rio. Jack Del Rio. There you go. That's a long time in a linebacker. Is it a position you think conveys well from being able to reach every pocket of a locker room? Yeah. When I stand in front of our team on April 9th uh, and I look out and they look back at me, you know, I'll have been every one of those guys through 14 years. I've been the, the rookie that got drafted. That was uh, doing everything he could to make the roster as a special teams player to a, uh, to a starting linebacker that